0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Better in Bed, the podcast where we talk about sex and inspire you to get better at it. I'm Sarah and I'm a certified sexologist and coach and I help people like you overcome shame explore your sexuality and communicate more meaningfully about sex so I really wanted to tell you about something that made my day today and that's one of your reviews for this podcast I do read all of these reviews personally and this one says superb well-researched Sarah actually cares. She has been there and done that, but she understands those that are very, very different. She revels in that difference and helps us all achieve a much more pleasurable life. Love her show. To whoever who wrote this in, thank you so much for this. It actually really touched me because I do try to present and normalize how unique we all are sexually and also showcase the breadth of sexual expression with this show. So I'm just glad that that message is coming through to you guys on the pod. So please, 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 for those of you who are listening regularly and want to show your support, do rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts because it really helps the show reach more people and it really helps me create more content for you as well. I would also love it if you join my email community, just go to sarahsants.com and sign up to get more of my tips, stories, and insights for a happier, healthier sex life in your inbox. So on to today's episode, I have my two sex positive friends, James and Kat, back on the show, and we are talking about sex parties or play parties as they are called. Say hi, James and Kat. Hi, guys. (laughs) Hi, so I really wanted to record this episode because I know that multi-partner sex is a very common fantasy for many people. And sex parties are actually a great way to explore this fantasy or actually just meet sex-positive, like-minded people. And I do also know that sex parties can also sometimes be a bit intimidating if you've never been to one before. So we're going to talk about what really goes down at a. Play party today. Spare me the...
1: What's going down? Spare me the awkward
0: one-liners. I just fed you that line. (laughs) I I totally missed that. Yeah, I I know. know, We're all going down. (laughs) God, okay. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) James, Kat, we've all kind of, I think, experienced quite a few play parties in our time. Between the three of us, for sure. Yeah, between the three of us. Two or three. But James and Kat have also recently started organizing some of your own so i really think that you guys are like the best people to shed more light on this topic well thank you all of our listeners (laughs) the holidays are quickly approaching and oh my bod wants to help you celebrate the season of giving this month oh my bod is a female founded brand leader of luxury and technology enabled pleasure products that aims to shatter the stigma of self pleasure. With over 15 years under their belt, Oh My Bod has been featured in publications like Cosmopolitan, BuzzFeed, Men's Health, and Rolling Stone. Oh My Bod has a huge range of award winning products from affordable, beginner friendly vibes to innovative sex tech that will truly blow your mind. And they've made their signature club vibe functionality even cooler. So you can sync the vibrations of your favorite toy to the ambient sounds from the surroundings. Finally, you can get it on to your favorite sexy holiday playlist. In honor of the holiday season, Oh My Bod is offering 15% off with the promo code BETTERINBED until the end of January 2023. Check Oh My Bod out at lovelifetoys.com. Oh, James and Kat, tell us a little bit more about what made
2: you decide to start organizing your own play parties. Okay, so I think one of the main reasons was when we started going to the parties, it was really hard to kind of jump in. It was really hard to break the ice. We found sometimes people would come, they're strangers, the host didn't really know them that well, so creating introductions was really difficult. And when we started organizing, it was really just to bring people that we really liked, first of all, into the circle. And then if they wanted to bring people that they had met, we always kind of started off with little meet and greets or interviews, so to speak, just to make sure that everybody was on the same page and had the same vibe so that also when they arrived, we could introduce them to other people and help them break the ice so that when you got to the party, you're not like in this awkward state where you don't really know what to do. You don't really know who to talk to. And like I said, it's quite intimidating. So try, try and take that out of the equation and making everyone feel like comfortable and like any normal or any other non-sexual social environment?
1: So the one thing that I'd like to bring up is that we really make sure that we meet everyone first before you are invited to any of our events. And that's just to make sure that all expectations are aligned with what we're actually putting on and what they want. Because you don't want someone coming into a party that sitting in a corner the whole time feeling uncomfortable, not knowing what to do, not knowing who to talk to, just feeling very awkward the whole time. Also, you don't want anyone coming to a party thinking that, oh, this is just a free-for-all and I get to do whatever I want to. Everything's game because that's not what it is. You still have to be a nice person. You have to be fun. You have to be interesting. You have to have a conversation. I mean, it's just like going to a bar or a dinner party. I mean, honestly, that's really what it is. We're just bringing like-minded people together that we are friends with outside of all of this as well, on top of that, that would enjoy everyone else's company. And we want to have a good time. So we want to make sure that everyone else that comes is, you know, having a good time as well.
0: Yeah. So your role as an organizer is kind of as a curator, it's a guide. You guide these people, you sort of align their expectations. Is that how you would see it?
1: Yeah. I mean the first question that I honestly get asked every single time is, so uh, how does this work?
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I <laughs> think What's that's uh... why we're it recording is, yeah. this episode. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that is exactly yeah. what it is. And to
1: me, it's I've been doing this for years. And it's pretty much you go and you talk to people. Yeah. And then yeah. stuff just happens. That's yeah, how it yeah. works.
2: Yeah. Yeah. James's been doing this a lot longer than I have, to mm-hmm. be fair. And I guess in my experience, the the hardest thing is that first that first introduction, like that first step, mm-hmm. you know, how do you say hi to someone in this mm-hmm. kind of social situation? Mm-hmm. You say like, do you go up and shake their hand or yeah. you jump <laughs> in the room and take off all your clothes? and be like, Okay, I'm ready. I think people. That's okay which too. Which is yes. absolutely I mean, yeah, okay. But, but it's also okay to shake their hands. It's absolutely as well. okay to shake their hand. And I think that's where everybody kind of gets this. Sudden confusion when they think about these parties mm. or these get-togethers is—is mm. is it just like any other one? Like, is it just like yeah. going to a dinner party where you it don't is. know anybody? Mm-hmm. And actually, it is. And I think that's what we really like to do at the beginning is to like say, "Oh, hey, have you met Sue? Sue's really, really, really interested yeah. in like this and this. This is kind of her kink, and I know this is also something you guys have in common. You know, it's helping mm-hmm. people kind of bridge the gap. bridge the gap, break mm-hmm. the ice reveal your common connection yeah, and watch kind of that flourish. Like watch that social situation go from... People underestimate actually the amount of
0: actual so talking that goes into the sex party. I think that's why people are intimidated because they think they're going to walk in Too and an literally yeah. drop trout. have to be up for action like the minute they walk through the door. I mean, in my case specifically, like when I've been to parties, I really like to have a conversation with whoever i'm um, interested in yeah, yeah i'm interested in first ah. i mean i know there's some people where conversation is overrated i know you're gonna say <laughs> you're that. so needy you're Sarah. Say that, Jim so right. needy i knew, <laughs> knew you're gonna say that i bet
1: you want another name as well <laughs> uh,
0: why do people go to play parties
2: in the first place what are some of the reasons so i know why i wanted to go And the first time I went, it was really this exciting idea that I had in my head, almost like a fantasy of just being in a room full of people who had no inhibitions, really excited. This kind of like, in my fantasy, like this naked on naked, really hot kind of environment of people who wanted to do things just like me. And in your fantasy, it's always that's the picture. Like you forget that you've got to get there, knock on the door. Like I said, that first step of going inside and having a conversation too. So why people go
0: is just to explore their sort of fantasies and their fetishes and their kinks. Any other reasons? Um,
1: yeah, I would say, honestly, I've taken a lot of people to their first parties, cat being one. And they're honestly, a lot of people are just curious because Kat's coming from a perspective where, you know, she's also a co-host on a uh, sex podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Where, you know, not all of us are that type of level of expertise, openness, I guess. Yeah. Yes, and openness. Yeah. Yes, right yes, 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 yes. But I mean, I've taken people who are newly single mm-hmm. and they just got out of a divorce and they just want to try something totally brand new. They want to do something that they've never done before. They've always thought about, but never had the chance. I've taken people who want to have a very, very specific experience. There are some women that I've wanted to go because they're like, you know what? I've never been with more than one man at a time, or I've never been gang banged or something like that, or I've never been with a woman. And I'd really like to understand what that's about. So, yeah, it comes from a lot of different, different angles, but it's more, more or less people that are just very, very curious and want to step out of their comfort zone.
0: And I will also say like one of the reasons why I go is actually just to be surrounded by a lot of like-minded people because I actually find parties, whether or not you play or not, they're just really beautiful, sex-positive spaces. So actually just being around that energy Is just very uplifting, like for me. And it's very liberating, I feel sometimes. So nice to actually get to talk to people naked, for example. Again, like you don't really have to play with them, but like I feel sometimes a lot of inhibitions (laughs) get dropped and you sometimes have more honest conversations that way.
2: A lot of walls are dropped. It's like that. Yeah. Because you're in a comfort zone, or there, you know, you Mm -hmm. feel a little safer to have those honest conversations and you're not putting those walls up.
1: Mm. Yeah, and then the other thing, because I know we're talking about it from – and even myself from like a female perspective, why do Mm. women usually want to go to these things? But Mm. uh, to bring it back around to why do men usually want to go, I would Mm. say that's probably – mostly what everyone's already thinking men want to go because they have the opportunity to have, you know, sex with a lot of women at once or have a threesome or you know do mm-hmm. some type of uh, fantasy that they always want to do as well mm-hmm. do you guys have any other
0: I think also it depends on what situation you're in if you're solo or relationship because I know a lot of people who are couples go because they want to maybe revive the spark in their relationship they want to do something out of their routine they don't again necessarily have to play with other people but again just to be in that energy of the play party it can really help to like sort of bring that passion back into
2: their sex lives and I would agree yeah I also think like especially coming from a couple's point of view if you're really interested in doing like some more group play sex party has a higher rate that there's more experience there so you're not Necessarily meeting somebody who's doing it for the first time, and you're going to have to go over kind of how to teach. Like sometimes you don't really want to. That's not really part of the conversation that you want to have. Being in an environment where you know a lot of people are there for that same reason gives you a little bit more experienced opportunities, like people with um, more experience to be a part of that.
1: Yeah. And the other reason that I've seen a lot of couples go is because a lot of men actually like or they enjoy seeing their partner or their wife or their girlfriend with other men at the same time with the uh, coca holding fantasy.
0: I also do think that another point is that if you want to just see what you're into, I think the breadth of like sexual expression that is on display at a sex party is also very interesting. If you haven't seen like a threesome or, you know, MMF, FFM, whatever, in somebody using a strap on, you haven't seen that in front of you. And then you can actually, you know, sometimes ask questions yeah. and you can see whether you even are into it right whether or not again you want to play or not or you want to participate it's also just good to actually just be able to see it in front of you
1: yeah so that's one thing everyone listening should know you are not required to do mm-hmm. anything yeah, yes. at all yes. all of the same consent mm-hmm. rules all yeah. of that still applies if you don't want to be touched no one should touch you
2: yeah yeah I think going back to what you were saying, Sarah, there's also that beautiful thing of watching people in pleasure Mm -hmm. and all the different ways people express pleasure, like just Mm -hmm. watching someone enjoy themselves. It's Mm -hmm. so different than like what you see in porn and what you might imagine in your head and actually seeing men and women make noises or have those faces. You know, it's, it's a really quite beautiful and really, it's a really beautiful and fun thing to yeah. watch yeah, and very enjoyable. And, yeah. you know, you take those away with you. And it also kind of normalizes a little bit, like makes you feel a little bit less like, oh, maybe I'm the only one who does that or maybe I'm strange or it kind of makes you feel a lot, almost more self-secure when you see all these different people and all the different ways that they experience sex. I agree. I think there
0: aren't that many places for, well, besides porn, right? For people to see real life sex right especially if you're in a relationship and that's kind of all you know you may not have had a lot of sexual experience in your past so this is actually a great way to also just see and be part of that
1: yeah i had actually there's a party that i went to one time and i was playing with this couple and after we were done the guy husband boyfriend he actually leaned over to me and he's like you're the second guy she's ever been with and i was like what yeah that is insane yeah (laughs) it's just, I mean, yeah, people that just want to open up and want to explore. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it's amazing to see the different type of people that all show up. That's
2: very cool. You also learn so many new things. It's like you can see a technique you've never thought possible. And you're like, oh, please teach me how to do that. And people are really happy to do it. Mm -hmm.
0: So who are the main types of people who are likely to attend a
2: play party then? All kinds, really.
1: Yeah. Well, I would say there's always people that are very nervous first timers. They don't really know what's going on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not that they don't know what's going on, but it's new for them. So they're nervous and Mm. they're not sure what to do next and that kind of stuff. Then there's also the veterans that have been there for a while and they've been Mm -hmm. in many, many different types of parties and they're off talking to everyone. They're like, oh, wow, who's new? (laughs) It's like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. Who is the fresh meat that, you know, mm -hmm. we we can meet this time? Mm
2: -hmm. It's actually all kinds. We get married couples, mm-hmm. couples who've been together a long time, couples who are just starting out and like want, have always wanted to try. So like one person in the couple has been before and the other one's just mm-hmm. really curious. Yeah. We get throuples, like people with their unicorns coming in. Mm. People um, who are just dating. Do you have people who yeah. maybe yeah. don't really know each other that well and casually yeah, that just sure. come to a sex party? There are people who have just play partners who have mm-hmm. other relationships that are, the, are partners that don't get interested in. They've got their play partners that come. Mm-hmm. We do have quite a few that are um, sometimes single that do all right, but not often. Yeah. Yeah. Do I, single I, women come yeah, to yeah. your party? Yes.
1: Yes. There's single women and also single men. I would say for the most part, we've had the experience where a lot of single women are like, oh, I want to find someone that'll come with me. I don't mm-hmm. want to go alone. And I can definitely understand that. But then we do have single women that come and sometimes they'll bring their other single girlfriends, which is right. you know, always fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. You know, actually I actually have an article on my blog that says the 12 types of people that you'll meet at a sex party. Oh, yeah. I've... Have you seen this one? It's very yeah. yeah. funny. Um, and there's like a whole bunch of, uh, I guess, like archetypes, I guess. Like you've got like the unicorn, the sex athlete.
1: Yeah, the introvert. <laughs> the seen introvert. That, yeah. The voyeur. Uh, I
0: did that, think this one is always really interesting. The sleeping beauty. So I don't know if you've ever had someone... Like Which that. one is this I exactly? They just are really knackered either before or after too much fun and they just fall asleep at a party. Of the. I M- don't know. No. We haven't no. had anyone fall asleep.
3: Fall asleep.
2: We've had at people a who really just want to come to watch. So yeah. you do get the voyeurs… We get some ones that as soon as they do walk through the door, it's like they're immediately dropping trowel and shoving <laughs> in. They're like, okay, yeah. where's the party? That's right.
1: usually me. <laughs> that's <laughs> and then, yeah, the gangbang girl. That's, I've, I've, yeah. I've seen that.
0: What yeah. about, the mama son is maybe like more like the host. Someone that's Kat. Definitely that's Kat.
1: Oh, right, Kat. that's right, definitely right. I That's Okay. It helps the guys. It's like, hey, <laughs> well,
2: you be. Yeah, normally it's like, well, it's the things. like normally you see someone who's not sure how to jump in. And I'm like, hey, uh, just checking in. Are you comfortable? Who would you like to meet? Can I help you with an introduction? Yeah. And then there's always, you know. There are sometimes the overeager. It's like, oh, do you want to play? Do you want to play? Oh, have you played? it? Do you want to play the me? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, I'm sure there's those types yeah. too.
0: How funny. So what are some common misconceptions that people have about play parties? I think we talked about one already. And yeah, I think yeah. that's a huge misconception uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is that everybody has to have sex at a sex party. Yeah. And no. that is a huge misconception. Absolutely. Um, because I have definitely been to parties where I've not had sex at. Any other misconceptions?
1: Another one, people always ask about age range. They ask about, is it only, is it just men? Is it might going to be the only person, only female there, something like that? But for our parties, it honestly, it depends on the party and who's throwing it. For our parties, we make sure people are between, you know, th- probably mid-20s to mid-40s. It's always an equal ratio men to women. Mm-hmm. We always make sure that people are able to, you know, talk and have a good time together. Mm -hmm. Um, And also people do ask a lot about protection. And again, Mm -hmm. it's more of a rule for us that all play is safe play. And Mm -hmm. that, again, as Kat said, everyone should ask for consent. Mm -hmm. No one at a party should be coming at you without a condom on. That's a huge faux pas.
0: (laughs) Just so we're clear, some of the misconceptions are that you always have to have sex at a sex party that people have sex without condoms in a sex party and that it's unsafe or unsanitary. And the last one is that There's going to be, like, some really old people there? Or, like, what is it? Some really young people? What's that misconception around that? I mean, I've
1: been to parties where there have been some really, like, older people. I mean, and they're, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, and and all that kind of stuff. But, again, it depends on the party because everyone loves sex. And, you know, there are parties that are for the older generation. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, I enjoy older women. They're a lot of fun. Right. But for our party, yeah, we try to keep it on the younger side Mm -hmm. just because that's the crowd that we cater. Or
0: two. I
2: see. Okay. Yeah, it's it's more catering yeah. to what people okay. are into mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Okay. How about this
0: misconception sometimes that going to like a sex party is really just more like the guy's idea. And usually like the women are a little bit more like shy and reserving or have
2: to kind of be elbowed into it.
1: Yeah, I really had to force Kat to go. <laughs> I, I, I
2: practically yeah. begged him to take me. It was a our first date actually, like after we had been hooked up once. Unfortunately for what was not a one night stand in the end. I voiced that I'd never been and I really, really like to go.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I think there's a lot of women who yeah. are really curious and really intrigued by the idea of group play. I think uh, it's just, it makes it more intimidating to ask for it.
1: Yeah. The women that I, am, that, that I know, I would say the women are more excited and more interested in the idea and actually going to it than the men are, I would say.
2: Hmm. Very interesting. Okay. I think it may come down to a safety thing as well. I think it's mm-hmm. harder to find people you trust that you mm-hmm. can go to a party mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. will also trust the people in that are going to be there as well.
1: Yeah. That being said, I have been to parties in other parts of the world. Where you can tell the woman does not want to be there, and they are there because yeah. their husband or their partner yeah, has, right. you know, asked them to go. I've been in those situations, yeah. and there's been sometimes I've just kind of leaned over and I have whispered to the female, but like you don't have to do anything you yeah. don't want to do.
3: Yeah,
0: I think you're talking from the perspective of you guys creating and organizing your own play parties because I've also been in some sex clubs where I was gonna say this age to-
2: range is huge, oh, yeah. huge um We're, yeah I think just to s- clarify like we run s- private like yeah our private parties they're yeah. fairly smallish in number and it's a very different story when you're going to like a club yeah an industry right exactly and then a
0: gender ratio as yeah. well it doesn't have to be the most balanced thing so I think it's really about doing your research about which kind of party and which kind of event that you're going to.
1: Yeah, I would say for your listeners, Mm. I would say, you know, talk to the organizers, ask Mm -hmm. them the questions Mm -hmm. that you Mm -hmm. have. What are your concerns? And if the organizer won't get back to you or can't give you an answer, then it's probably not the party you want to go to.
0: I also want to bring up the point that play parties sometimes as well, we can use them to refer to different kinds of like sexual expression within the play parties. So there are kink play parties, which are more for like BDSM community. And then I think, again, the type of play parties that you guys are organizing, you guys are talking about, are probably more like the group swinging kind of play parties as well. And they sometimes mix and sometimes overlap, but sometimes they don't as well.
1: I would say for ours, it is mainly focused around group play. Mm -hmm. Um, There's not any kind of BDSM play going on. But with that being said, a lot of the people that attend are into both. Mm -hmm. A lot of our friends love BDSM and they also love group sex. So they come to our parties for that and then they go to other BDSM kinky kind of events to fulfill the other side.
0: So what is your favorite all-time play party that you've personally been to that you've enjoyed and what's made
2: it so memorable? I always will remember one of the ones that we held that was so successful because I was in the outside room, so like the living room area, Mm -hmm. um, kind of just cleaning up a little bit, checking in on some guests when all I could hear coming out of the bedroom was just uproaring laughter Mm -hmm. and giggling and just this overwhelming feeling of people having such a great time. And I turned around to see this tableau of what looked like maybe 15 people like just climbing on top of each other. And really enjoying themselves and it just felt like this beautiful group of pleasure and sex and happiness and like a smorgasbord, a smorgasbord of, of, of pleasure yeah, Yes, of pleasure, and yeah. it just felt so good to see everyone responding that way and knowing that we brought people together to do that it really felt good what
0: was your favorite play party experience
1: it, it's really hard to
0: pick just
2: one
1: i would say The reason or the way that we have built the parties that Kat and I bring people together for Mm -hmm. is based on in Australia, I was going to parties down there and the guy that had had been throwing them for 10, 15 years with him and his wife. Mm -hmm. And he did such a great job of curating the right type of people, Mm -hmm. the right type of atmosphere, brought drinks, a great venue for it all to be hosted. And that's kind of what we modeled our parties after. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. would say the way that he did that and the type of people that he brought together, those were probably the best parties that I've been to. Because you know, you could be 30 to 60 people all there for the same thing. Again, it's the same thing we've been talking about, single men, single women, couples, everyone very open, everyone very chatty and fun and and just interesting to be around. But yeah, there's not necessarily one party that beats them all. I wouldn't say there's anything like that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think my favorite play party was actually Torture Garden, which I went with my ex. I don't think it was the one that I went with you. It was the one where I went with an ex. And that one which we went particularly had a couple's room in it. So I think the one that we went to, Kat, didn't have a couple's room. So um, when we the one that I attended, that was... Like I would say, one of the best parties because it was, I would say, a mixture of a kink slash swingers slash smorgasbord of. Very strange, all kinds of costumes and everything. Very lavish. Very elaborate. lavish. And having all these sort of like strange and wonderfully costumed people having sex all around you was just like, it was unreal. It was like you were in some other world, literally. Yeah. It nice. was fun. What's the least favorite play party that you've been to? And why was it the least favorite? I think it's important for people to know, actually, what makes a bad play party as well.
2: For me, my least favorite experience is when I felt like I wasn't in control of the guests, like who was coming in and out of the rooms. The security didn't feel at all really very well handled. And that definitely ruined it for me. And then in that case, you just you really just want to go.
0: Yeah. You're right. I think you said to me once that uh, one person out of a party of yeah. like 30 or 40 people if they're really annoying or just, just non-consensual or, yeah, or like pesky it just spoils it literally for the 40 other people
1: No, really, yeah it does
0: and i've been in parties like that actually and then i just get so um turned off because you just don't feel safe right and then after that you don't want to get it on
1: anymore to me, my least favorite parties, it really comes down to the ratio. If there's a ratio of like three or four men to each woman, mm-hmm. things like that, mm-hmm. it, there's just so much testosterone, so much aggro kind of alpha male behavior that's going on that it doesn't get out of hand, but it's just not that much fun. Honestly, you have a lot mm-hmm. of guys that aren't doing anything, they're just standing around watching. And then you have women there that aren't sure what's going on, you know, because if you have that many men and that small amount of women, then at some point there's the gender ratio, but then also a power ratio Mm -hmm. where people can feel that, okay, if this gets out of hand, I don't feel safe. Mm -hmm. And that's not what any of this stuff is about. So those are probably the kind of parties that I don't like to go to where the ratio Mm -hmm. is just too one-sided.
0: Yeah. So I think safety is really like oh, yeah. a, a really very important. critical
2: requirement for a good play party. Absolutely. The great play parties where you don't even think about it. Yeah, like you're having such a great time and you feel that's so that's free. That's but there's a lot of planning that goes in the behind of that. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how does actually going to a play party
0: differ from just being like in a threesome situation or a foursome situation? I mean, I know threesomes and foursomes do happen. At play parties. But what is it well, in a larger group situation? Year, a
1: threesome yeah. involves three people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A foursome involves yeah. four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, what's no, the I, appeal I of New
0: Age math. having such <laughs> a, a large group of people around then?
2: This comes down to like, you know, what's that magic number, mm-hmm. I think. I would say if there's only three, you're constantly taking care of all three people. That's it. There's only three people looking after three people. If one person gets tired then there's only two people left, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In a group play situation, even you're having three Sims in the group play, someone can always take a break and not feel like someone's being left out or not being taken care of. Mm-hmm. There's always someone around or mm-hmm. like you can always make sure someone's needs are being met when there's a lot more people to meet them. So I would say that's probably the biggest difference is that in threes or fours,
3: No, I
0: think also
2: the biggest difference is the
0: voyeuristic and the exhibitionistic part of it. Because obviously, even if you are in a threesome or foursome in a party, you know that kind of a lot of people will be around you and will be watching you. Or, you know, you can watch other people, right? So I would say that is also another big difference. I agree. For sure. And that can add to the dynamic as well. There's
2: a big difference between having one person watching you and an audience. Yeah. Right. Right. So that's definitely that definitely makes a big difference when there's more.
1: I like it all, of course. <laughs> but I would say the biggest difference is if it's a group, there's always something for everyone there. Yeah. More variety. Yeah. More variety. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: I mean, I personally like small group situations. There's an intimacy that comes with being in a threesome or foursome, but I can also see the advantages of being in a larger group as well. I think sometimes as well with the three similar fours and sometimes if maybe what one of the people just really isn't into it, it really just ruins the vibe completely. Or We're isn't into
2: it for as long. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if somebody's come yeah, yeah. in and they want to have, you know, a yeah. really good time for hours mm-hmm. and it's like one of the persons is like, I'm done after yeah. now. Like, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. You know, yeah. it kind of ruins it for everybody else. It, it kind of does. Yeah. And right. then you feel like, oh, I have yeah. to keep going. You know, I want to do it for my partner or I don't want to let anybody down.
1: I was actually in a situation where, you know, I'd ordered some food mm-hmm. and then, you know, we had already started playing, like three of us. Uh, and then the food came and I was like, ah, oh, Great, I'm hungry. You guys keep on going. I'm going to (laughs) eat. Okay. (laughs) And then the girl comes out, she's like, what are you doing? I was like, like, no, it's fine. I'm hungry. Go go, go ahead.
0: We myself a sandwich. Well, sustenance um, for your threesome. So what's the application process like for a play party?
1: It's very much like a credit card. <laughs> um, or if you want to get a second yeah, mortgage
3: uh, credit history yeah, yeah, a sex party history
1: No, it's for us it's very simple well first you have to get in contact let's just sit down have a coffee have a drink yeah. and talk I think really. it helps to
2: have good references I think sometimes yeah. like people that like I said, there is a community and and we've been very lucky to have great friends out of it and that we can trust and help to do the first vetting personalities and characters. Again, we also have like a set of questions as well that we generally ask people a lot to do with kind of their sexual etiquette. Sometimes based on their questions, we can also gauge on what they would be like in a group setting. If we met them at another party, you know, we can kind of tell if they'd make a good match
0: this one varies a lot. So again, you guys are talking from your own personal perspective, Mm -hmm. but I've also been in clubs or whatever. We just walk in, really. And then I've also been in parties where you have to send photos beforehand, your age requirement, your... Professional background. I mean, there yeah. are some where you have to get private invitations it's, too. Like you have to be. It's a recommended proper check. And, uh, yeah, in some places recommended. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah.
1: I've also seen some as well where they're like, we, "You need to have a you know past three month STD scan STD, yeah. as well." Mm, kind of yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's it varies. So it, it depends does. on the party that you are going to. So um, let's go sort of step by step, right, logically. So once you've been invited, you've accepted. The invitation, you're going. How does one prepare for a play party?
1: Well, definitely take a shower before you get there. <laughs> okay. That's very important. This um, is very practical yes, advice. Yes, it, okay, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it is. You'd be surprised. Yeah, uh, you would. Because yeah. I
2: mean, we put that all in the reminders and invitation. Yeah. Like, please shower. Please come clean. Yeah, wear it's something like, nice.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want anyone's you know showing up in jeans and flip-flops and a you know after a like
3: 3 hour workout yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah okay yeah.
1: It, it's like to get prepared think okay I'm going to a nice dinner I'm going to you know the best club in Miami or whatever you know what are you going to do for that it's the same stuff you're going to do to go to any kind of any kind of play event but yeah I mean for sure come well groomed come smelling nice dress sexy and this goes for men and women i know sometimes there's an expectation that men just come however they are and women are all dressed to the nines but no it goes for everyone
2: i would say things not to do probably don't get all wasted and drunk before going, mm. even though you think definitely. that makes you you feel a little bit less inhibited, but it's definitely not sexy to show up mm. drunk to a party. Yeah. And, and it, it also,
0: might actually affect uh, it also affects how much you enjoy the as well. party. Yeah. The
2: consent um kind of goes out the door a little bit yeah, when people lose yeah, yeah. their faculties. Definitely, yeah, I would say maybe don't eat right before coming with brush your teeth. You know, there's certain <laughs> kind of diets oh, yeah. that help out. Okay. With um yeah.
0: These are very practical, but what about, let's say, if you are coming as a couple, right? And then I think a lot of people are a little bit hesitant because they don't know, know, what is my girlfriend going to do? What if she likes a mother guy more than me? You know, a lot of these are reservations for people. So what would you say in terms of if you were coming in that kind of couple situation well, and it was your first time.
1: Well, to protect my fragile masculinity, <laughs> I always make sure that Kat and I have a conversation. before.
2: Yeah, we do. Actually, yeah, no, yeah. we do. We make a point of it, actually. It's yeah. like a, at least an hour beforehand. We have to yeah. sit down and check in and ask, you know, what are your goals? What do you want to get out of this? What would I like to get out of this? And, maybe, and have that conversation and always check into, you know, your past things that maybe make you uncomfortable. It's like, actually, I'm feeling a little bit insecure today. Maybe let's talk about how we avoid aggravating that. Or, you know, maybe I'm not super comfortable with you not being in the room, you know, having these kind of conversations of like, where is your limit? Where are the things that you're comfortable with and all those boundaries? Yeah.
1: And- yeah. There's been times at parties where like a cat went to another room and I couldn't see her. So I didn't know what she was doing. And and something about that just made me feel uncomfortable. So, you know, we talked about that after the party. We always say, okay, is there anything we need to talk about beforehand? Is there anything that is off the table? Is there things that I, that that either of us do not want to happen versus what we are okay with? And then also at the end of it, we also check in and say, okay, how did that go? Anything that stirred up any emotional yeah. stuff going on? Because from a couple, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely important to make sure you're both on the same page because, I, again, I've been to parties where couples are not on the same page yeah. and they do not have a good time.
3: No. And, and, and
1: then you see just people in a corner somewhere just talking to each other, big hand gestures yeah. and everything, and then everyone just kind of stays away.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. And, and you know, just check in as well throughout the party yes. is also super important, yeah. Yeah. and it's just really good etiquette
1: as yeah.
0: well.
2: Checking in with your partner,
0: making sure they're okay at all times. Yeah, those are good. I think the timing of what you're saying, set your boundaries, ground rules beforehand, check in in the moment as well, yeah. and then also debrief afterwards. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Okay, any general play party etiquette do's and don'ts that we didn't talk about already? I think consent obviously is a key do. So maybe you can talk a little bit more about what consent actually means in the play party.
1: Mm. Consent is asking: Can I touch you? Can I kiss you? Can I have sex with you? Mm-hmm. Is it okay if I join you? A mm-hmm. lot of times, I'll go mm-hmm. up to two people that are you know engaging in whatever they're doing, and I'll mm-hmm. say, "Hey, do you guys mind if I you know jump in?" Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Yeah," or they're like, "Nah, nah, nah, we're good," you know, yeah. and, and it's and, and it's fine if they say no. I'm like, "Okay, cool." Bye.
2: Yeah. It's also okay. And like asking them like, are you still okay? Like, especially if some people are just in there to watch or Mm -hmm. if they're not finding the right language to talk to their partners, it's like checking in and and making sure they're not just sitting there passive aggressively, you know, resenting being there. Yeah. So there's also that.
0: That's such an important point as well. What you brought up, James, that every step, I think it's important to check in and get consent because it's not assumed. Yeah. That and someone will just who is making out with you is going to then just want to
1: have sex. Have yeah. sex. Right. Yeah. And then the other thing that mm. is a lot harder to do, mm. but I do bring up to people that come to parties is that someone can say no without verbalizing no. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can say they don't want to have sex with you without actually saying it. Mm-hmm. So you need to also be very good at understanding body language and mm-hmm. understanding what people are saying without saying it. Because honestly, a lot of people don't like to say no. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, bred into us that, you know, it's not the right thing to do. And and
0: how would you um, interpret that? So if somebody just like takes your hand away, is that what?
1: That's a no.
3: Or like, somebody shifts away. Yeah,
0: shift
2: away.
1: Shifting away, not opening up themselves. Or if they say, oh, uh," or if you go, hey, would you like to play? And they Mm go, oh, I'm going to go get something to drink real quick. Right. Yeah. It's lo- not an
0: invitation to go follow. No, them.
1: no, no. That, <laughs> a lot of times that means no, I yeah. I don't want to.
0: Yeah. And you can always yeah. clarify. You can yeah. just also say, okay, so does that just mean that you know it's no forever yeah yeah i think it's so good to clarify verbally as well because i think body yeah. language sometimes can be misconstrued but of course as we know at play parties sometimes your mouth is busy right sure. so sometimes you may not be able well, to I was also say, say there's also that no right and and sometimes actually i've also found sometimes when you're in the middle of action right and and actually this is when sometimes i find it hard to say no. I don't find it hard to say no verbally. But I'm in the middle of action with somebody and I'm like really focused on that somebody. And then suddenly I just feel like a
2: the reach around. A
0: reach around or something. And I'm like, you know, I don't you know, I'm fully yeah. engrossed in the Don't do that. In, yeah. the <laughs> act, right. Yeah. And, you know, at that time I don't want to just suddenly pull away and say get your fucking hands off me you know what i mean so i actually then just take That'd be their that of hot <laughs> i take their hand and just like push it away but firstly that's already a breach of consent to start with but secondly i think maybe that probably would have ha- happened to me at one point and i think at that point in the moment i may not have
2: just like said no cuz i was like just like you know, I think another- in full flow so that I yeah. think it happens probably more often than we'd like. I would also say that if you are in like already engaged in an action, also continuing to check in saying, oh, do you like this? Is this okay? Because maybe midway through it's not what they wanted at the end of the day. They're like, oh no, that's good. Like I'm done. Thank you. And so just keeping going and so can you actually just
0: take us through a step-by-step journey of what someone would sort of encounter at a sex party? So you've made your application, you've gone through your preliminary chat, right? The vetting, okay. In the preliminary chat, you've prepared yourself, taken a shower, you're all dressed up, you step through the door,
2: and? And you are welcomed with a welcome drink sometimes. You're introduced to the other guests. You ask, what are you looking for? How is your day? Are you excited? There's a mingle and a meet. Um, we do offer like sometimes like a drink or whatever. To, it makes people a little bit more comfortable and relaxed. Um, show them around the room. Show them around the you know the venue. Get them like you know generally there's like a pool or we'll have a a bathtub full of Ooh, bubble waters. Nice, I know uh, oh need. yeah, yeah. It depends um, on the venue, obviously, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But just get them you know familiar with the space. Mm-hmm. Invite them to take a seat, um, and then usually from there you either have a conversation with someone that's inciting. Um, if you're at our parties, James will be the first to be like, "Oh, look! I happen to be in my underwear." <laughs> you know, getting That's to and, and you know, starting off a little and bit he, of the fun. He just comes
0: in his underwear. I think
2: it's a yeah. Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> no, it's <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> do
3: No, do, I didn't do, mean it you, that way. I said uh, you just come to the party in uh, your underwear. Uh, arrives, arrives Sarah, you're
1: just really not selling this at all. <laughs> you
3: just come to the That's
0: party
2: fun. in your underwear. <laughs>
1: I arrive. Uh, yeah, you now. arrive
2: in your underwear. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and you know, it generally happens pretty organically. Where you know, generally, a couple is already like very interested in being watched, and they'll invite somebody to watch, and then that kind of the action gets started there. And some people just want to sit in a bathtub, fully nude, and then action maybe will. Um,
1: it's organic.
2: Yeah. So, who usually starts the parties? It's James. <laughs> okay.
1: Oh, yeah. No. No. Um, I would say usually people that have been before, yeah. people that know each other. Uh, people that are, are there with their partner, and they just kind of want to, you know, play with their get partner. going. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And and I mean, that's the our first date. That's yep. what that's what happened. Yep. It's nobody like, was playing, yeah. and I was
2: like. I can't – I I have to leave in like literally two hours. Like we better get this started now. <laughs> yeah. So
1: we did. Um. And then as you see at a lot of parties, even ours, that people just start gathering in, in the bedroom and kind of watching and talking with their drinks and everything like that. And then, you know, eventually they – you see people like reaching out and, you know, touching others and, you know, clothes slowly start coming off. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, if I'm there, I'm going to tell people – I was like, hey, man. Why is that shirt wave on? Of fun. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. If I'm on the bed, I'm going to be looking around, asking people to join, all yeah. this kind of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's 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 honestly pretty organic. And then once things start going, it oh, it, oh it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, it, yeah. it, it's it's, uh, it's good. It's good.
0: Yeah, yeah I, th- I like the parties where there's kind of like a central sort of focal point. And usually there's like a huge bed. I mean, I've been to parties where it's literally like 10 beds all put together oh, yeah. like in, in wow. a huge room. Yeah. Um, and there's like, it is like a smorgasbord we need to of a like writhing parties <laughs> with space constraints, right? Of course. Like, yeah, um, definitely. In Hong Kong, obviously, but, you know, in parties in other places and like, I mean, maybe not ten, but you know, like at least like four king beds, like yeah. pushed together, and that's like the central focal point. But I also really like the parties where there's also other sort of little private-ish alcoves where you know, uh, maybe if you're a little shy, you can start off there. You know, you don't. Not everybody has to join in on yeah, the yeah, bed. The, like the... you, you can you can start off in other parts of the. Property or the house, or yeah, the, there's yeah. a
1: lot of clubs out yeah. there like that where they'll have like you go to a club and there's like a lot of smaller rooms and yeah. bigger rooms yeah. than an orgy room and yeah. things like that, yeah, yeah. like rooms, I, just
2: rooms just for watching, in rooms just for, yes, you said couples before,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of like that setup. I think obviously in Hong Kong, it's a little more difficult in terms of space, but like, uh. Um, those are quite fun as well. And you can have a series of different adventures and you can also rest as well. Like yeah. I mean there is a the restroom is very important. No, but I think there is also um people just assume that these like sex parties you're gonna keep it's having sex marathons. for like hours and hours and hours. But actually people do kind of Rest and they kind they of talk. chat and they,
1: they eat. They drink. Yeah, they yeah,
0: eat yeah. Uh, and they they drink and then maybe they in the tub for a bit. That's probably, yeah, that's definitely um, a misconception.
2: Is that you're going on like a marathon? Yeah, like you're a marathon, but yeah, yeah.
0: you're not. And then actually, you're taking breaks sure. and then maybe you're going back in again. Uh, but, yeah, it's always good yeah.
1: to you know refresh with a shower. Yeah, oh goodness, that's, yeah. that's
0: true. Yeah, yeah yep. that is true. So, what's the easiest way for someone to find a play party to go to?
2: Well, it depends on what kind of you. I mean, there's like you said, there's those clubs that are. You can get any information online as well for the for the big clubs or uh, big parties like Torture Garden. Those are buying tickets. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, I, you can find a lot of information on sites like FetLife. Um, you know, if you're, uh, you could probably ask Sarah. As well. Sarah knows a lot of people that throw parties.
2: I don't know if she's going to want to be the channel for I all don't the, want to be the Channel,
0: but I think the, what you want to say is that if you do know people who are in the swingers or kink community um, in your circle, then it would be good to maybe ask them where they yeah, go to, sure. and also they can give you like private reviews and recommendations. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I also found when I've been living around the world, I by using apps like uh, yeah. the, the dating apps. I mean, you'll find a lot of stuff there. Uh, where you can find people that are similar to you as well and they and they're from the city and they they've been there longer than you have so you can you mm-hmm. know ask them for uh, ideas but 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 it, it, it's more or less putting out what you're looking for.
0: Yeah I think in being clear with what kind of experience you have um, bearing in mind as what we're talking about with sex parties, you know there is a wide variance like from clubs to private, parties to even like vacations right so there's like sex um holiday destiny like the hedonism type resorts and stuff like that um so and there's all kinds so do your research and you know see what works best for you Okay. So for our last section, it's our speed round <laughs> again. Quickie, dun, 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 dun. But um, quickie but goodie Quickie but goody. Yes. And today we're gonna do a round of this or that. So slightly okay. different um kind of game. Um, but we're obviously going to make it the sex party edition. I think this one's pretty straightforward. Um we I run these polls on my Instagram stories all the time, so I think you you guys should get it. No problem. So let's do very quickly. At a sex party, would you rather be a giver or a receiver? You have to pick one.
1: Receiver.
2: Oh, it's tough. Mm. I like switch this. I know it's not an answer, but uh, but you have to
0: like if you had to had to just receiver receiver.
1: Yeah, yeah, you like receiving. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay. I uh, would be a receiver as well. I would mean, a receiver.
1: <laughs> uh, this is the worst threesome year. ever. This, <laughs> this, this uh, would be the this worst. Oh my god,
0: we'd all just be lying <laughs> there. Okay, you go first. Do you go first? No, you go first? Pleasure me.
3: Yeah.
0: Worst okay. party ever. At, at a sex party, would you rather? Be a voyeur or an exhibitionist.
1: Exhibitionist. Exhibitionist.
0: Ah, uh, I think maybe before I would have been an exhibitionist, and these days maybe I'd be more of a voyeur. Yeah. Very shitty answer as well. No, Very cop out answer. Hey, yeah, you can change. But voyeur, everyone, voyeur <laughs> now these days. Okay. At a sex party, would you rather play with a hot milf or a hot screw girl? Have to pick one. Don't I? And I know. I know you're going to say, do we have to pick, but <laughs> pick one. I know. <laughs> pick
3: one.
1: I would say MILF.
0: I would say MILF, too. I think so, too. Okay. Yeah. At a sex party, would you rather play with shy newbie or seasoned veteran? Seasoned veteran. Newbie. Veteran
1: newbie yeah newbie. you're, you're, you're yeah. like being a guy
0: because you're the veteran yeah yeah right? yeah, yeah. And, you and, like the new energy
1: and if there's a veteran there i've probably already played with them
0: yeah that's thing. <laughs> like, it's yeah, well, uh, yeah. yeah. it's like sure. oh you're
1: new uh-huh. hey what's up yeah no, I, but
0: i just think the veterans like they just know the score you know like you don't have yeah. to um no, no, you no, don't but, have to do that much yeah, but, negotiation but, but beforehand for, sure. and, for,
1: for me i do like giving someone a good experience for their first time yeah. I, I really you like enjoy being that. a guide, I yeah. think. That's yeah. you,
0: you like that role. Okay. Um at a sex party, would you rather be in a gangbang or in a cuddle puddle? Cuddle puddle. <laughs> <laughs> cuddle puddle for me as well. I
1: think gangbang. Yeah. Wait, is this a reverse gangbang? Oh wait, okay. Let's the... just say a reverse gangbang. <sighs> oh for god, you. yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You'd My
1: birthday's coming up. <laughs>
2: I know, I know.
3: I hear you. I do.
2: (laughs) Hint taken.
0: (laughs) Okay. um, Oh, I mean, what about just a gangbang?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I, no reverse. I'd rather be, you know, (laughs) penetrating in some kind of sexual way than um, just cuddling. Okay. I would, yeah. Yeah. At the yeah. end, of, nah. the night, at the end ra- of the night. At the end of the night.
0: At then, yes. Yeah, no. Fine. No. I'd <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. Okay, okay sir. All right.
0: Name someone famous who would be the top of your invite list for a play party that you are organizing. If you could have anybody in the world come to your play party, who would that be? Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, okay. Yeah. I,
2: I <laughs> oh my- mean. <laughs>
1: I mean, why? Because everyone loves her. That is
2: true. She would have. She would be very popular. To be honest, she she would
1: be. She had the best time, and she would have everyone cracking up. And
2: I
0: bet Helen Mary would have some
1: really good moves too, though. Mm, yeah. Yeah
0: so what's your answer okay. oh man
2: I don't know I just there's this thing about the Dak Shepherd and uh, Christian Bell that's really <laughs> fun but I want them to come as a couple yeah you can come oh, yeah, they so can come as
0: a couple yeah there you go invites they're super sex positive oh as totally as well. so I really like then, them like, yeah they've
2: both bought it up like they've been they've been hitting the gym Ooh,
1: Ooh, Okay. nice Ooh, okay yeah,
0: yeah. yeah I think mine would be Rihanna <laughs> okay okay alright alright all okay yeah. You know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I, mean, I I'd sh- she would pass the okay. betting. Would she pass yeah. the betting? Yeah, I okay. think so. Yeah. How
0: about this? Who's the person you least want to see turn up at your sex party? <sighs> A family member. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, you've had yeah. close calls before, right? You've oh, had, no, someone so I've had someone from, from work. Yeah, from someone work from before, work showed up which once. Which
2: really awkward. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. there's an unspoken rule that what happens stays there, right? Um, that But no it just can. does I don't know if I would feel comfortable after that. I don't know. I, I I don't know if I want to
0: have someone from my work see me naked. But I, I don't know. Maybe they don't want me to see them naked
1: as well.
2: Correct. <laughs> correct i mean okay. I, I don't know if i would be happy with it happening again for sure but I, it does make for a good story yeah, okay I, How about
1: I, you? I i don't mind the work thing because it's just i mean we're both there for the same thing it's fine but i i i honestly don't know yeah family member would be weird but that in my family that would never happen okay um so so so, so, so it's who hard to really?
0: would be the least um the least yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say carrie lump but
2: <laughs> No. I bet you he Sorry, would be what, into it. What? You, you I would to, be into that. I think there's very few people James would be like, no, <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe like an ex girlfriend or something like that. Oh. That, okay. that that might be really awkward. Yeah. Depends
0: on what your terms are. Of, of course. Your ex would of course, be, yeah. Though. A A relationship that it it did badly. (laughs) Okay, a relationship, an ex where you... Treated her like an asshole. No, no,
1: no, no. I I treat everyone like a queen. she broke his heart. Yes, right? Yes.
0: Oh, she broke your heart. Yeah. I I yeah, I, yeah, I I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, nobody, that would be awkward.
1: Nobody wants the crying guy at the sex party. It's not <laughs> no, sexy. You're right.
0: That is the unsexy. Yeah. That would be awkward for sure. Yeah. And she's there in the couple with her. Exactly.
1: New love. Exactly. Mm. She's getting gang banged, and I'm crying, Jerking <laughs> off in the corner. It's no, the worst.
2: Oh no. <laughs> can you imagine? Like, <laughs> can I touch you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: thanks so much kat and james for joining me today and sharing with me your experiences around play parties you guys are a blast and i love recording with you and i think people are really going to find this episode helpful now listeners i'd love to hear from you Are sex parties something you'd like to explore and why? Well, find me at Hello on Instagram or drop me a line at sarahsense.com. I'd love to hear from you. Also, if you want to support my work to build a more sex positive world and normalize more of these conversations we have around sex, I've got a few ideas for you. The first is becoming my patron at patreon.com forward slash better in bed. And in exchange, you'll get exclusive access to juicy bonus content from this episode and other recent podcast episodes, as well as quizzes, polls, behind the scene videos, and other goodies. You could also write me a review on Apple Podcasts or send me one on social media. You know I read them all. Or... You could share this podcast with a friend. And of course, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. In fact, I'm going to be really greedy and say I would love, love, love it if you did all of these things. And until we play again, whether it's at a party or on this podcast, I hope you stay curious and get better in bed. Thanks, everyone.